0: Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, feedback step three, emotions are okay. Here we go.
1: Folks, we don't mention it often, but uh, we provide training at our corporate clients throughout the year. We don't talk about it because we focus on the individual manager, but the fact is we're getting busier and busier. If you're thinking about 2015, you probably need to start talking to us now. Give Maggie a call or send her an email at maggie at manager-tools.com.
0: Step three of the feedback model, we should probably talk about what step three
1: is. Describe that real quickly, and then I'll ask you my question. Well, step three, there's a four-step model. I suspect there are many people who are listening who are like, what, there's a model? How many steps? Um, Step one is, hey, can I give you some feedback? You ask the direct, and then you in step two, you say, when you do this, uh, you describe their behavior. And step three is, here's what happens. You describe the emotion. Uh, you describe the impact. You describe the outcome of what happened. Uh, and then in step four, if it's positive, you say thank you. Or if it's negative, you say, can you change that? Or can you do that differently? Or can you work on that? So step three, you're telling people about the
0: outcome of what they did, right? Mm-hmm. And often, I think we, we get this question, is whether or not it's okay to talk about emotions. And step three, does it have to be a business outcome? Does it have to be a... A deliverable, yeah. does, you know?
1: Right, yeah. yeah. So we're really specific about not addressing your directs' intent or motivation or emotional state when you're giving feedback. And that's because we're talking about step two. And many managers take our prohibition on discussing the directs' emotions to mean that any discussion of emotion is off the table. But that's not so. Telling your directs, How you feel or in some cases how other people might feel um, based on what they did is often not just acceptable, but it can be powerful depending upon the direct in the situation. So basically what we want to say is this step two of the feedback model is only about behavior, about the directs behavior, about what they did. Step three can be about your emotions. And then our final point is: Look, it's guys. There are some emotions (laughs) that are better off being off limits in a discussion uh, with a direct. Okay. So, step two still is only
0: about behaviors. We're not talking about, and again, we're not talking about the emotions of the direct of your direct.
1: Right. When we when you start talking about that, step two is about behavior. We're not talking about how they feel, or what their intent was, or what their motivation was, or what their attitude was. When you're talking to your directs about your performance, it doesn't work well, or about their performance, sorry. It doesn't work well to guess at their emotional state or their attitude or their intent behind whatever they did. Your directs performance is essentially their behavior. It's not their attitude. It's not their intent. It's not their motivation. Folks, if you have a guy who means well, who just has a wonderful attitude and can't make his numbers, at some point, you have to say, you got to go. Um, now that sounds terribly harsh when you say it that way, because people are always saying, gosh, I just love to hire a guy with a great attitude. But actually, when you say, I'd love to hire a guy with a great attitude, what you mean is there are behaviors that indicate an underlying attitude. But you never see the attitude. It's only the behaviors that matter. Right. We have a cast. It's called There Is No Why in Feedback. There's another cast, Assume Positive Intent. It's more effective when you're talking to your directs. And folks, think about this with your boss talking to you and him or her guessing at your emotional state. It's more effective when you talk to your directs to talk about what they did versus what they meant or intended or were thinking or were feeling. Look, think about your own performance over the last month. Have you made any mistakes? No. No, not, yeah. not me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have. I mean, I, that's <laughs> yeah. why
0: you're so awesome. Your mistake was not to yeah. tell me about my mistakes. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, everybody makes mistakes. But then you ask the other question Did you intentionally set out to make a mistake when you made that mistake? Or did you intentionally have a bad attitude? Did you know you had a bad attitude and you just wanted to mess things up? And the answer is no, of course not. Well, neither did your directs. Okay. It's generally true that whatever your directs think or do is quite similar to what you think or do. In fact, you know the moment I, you start, I'm, not, I'm just not that much better than they are. I mean, yeah. they're, they're like I'm not like on a different I, plane. I, I tell, I'm not a, tell you oh, the man. number of times that people tell me, "This is what my directs do," but I would never do that to my <laughs> boss. It's like, wow, that's just that's just really unusual. And you were them um, three months ago. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you still are. Um, always be careful of describing how your directs work or behave or live, if if you're describing something very much differently from how you yourself would, it's unlikely. It's not impossible, but it's really unlikely. So look, the point is, if you are going to talk about negative emotions, negative attitudes, negative intent, you're going to be wrong about their emotions or attitudes. Okay? And what's more, even if you're right, Mm. they won't like it, and you can't win the argument, if you're giving negative feedback, that inevitably will start, um, in part because, I hate to say this guys, they know you don't know exactly what their motivation was, and they can fib about it. Right, I tell you you're angry, and you go like, I'm yeah. not angry. I'm
0: not angry. Now, now I'm I gonna prove, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm gonna prove your emotional state. Yeah, nah, so when talking to your directs about what they did, we stick with the facts, the behaviors. And we talk openly about that, and people then say, oh, so what you're saying is, We shouldn't be talking about emotions. And what's interesting about that is emotions matter in the workplace. They do matter. We don't measure them. We don't pay for them. And oftentimes, organizations act as if they don't exist. But look, we're humans, and so we have emotions. So, all all we meant was in step two of the model, when you're describing what your directs did, stay away from their intent. Step three, though, can be about emotions. Most, the vast majority of the time about your emotions mm-hmm. because, of course, you know your emotions. Right. And your directs care about your emotions, right? I mean. They do. <laughs> um, it depends on, I mean, look, if you describe something simple they did wrong and you get angry, right. then they won't care about your emotions. They'll think it's an overreaction. And oh, they care about it. They, yeah. they 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 feel at risk because you're
0: emotionally yeah. immature, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: The other thing about that is that that um, a lot of managers who are hearing this and have not built a relationship with their direct, don't understand their direct, haven't told their direct, this is why I'm doing feedback. This is how it works. Haven't briefed them on it. Um, can't imagine some of the things we're talking about um, that you can say, hey, when you do that, it frustrates me or whatever. Um And that's because we're describing a world that's hard for you to imagine when you haven't take the time to build a relationship and explain the feedback model and to start it with positive feedback. Um, But look, when you talk about the impact of your direct behavior, step two is what they did and step three is their impact. um, You can absolutely talk about what your direct behaviors cause you to feel. When we describe our directs emotions, we're guessing when we talk about our own emotions, we're describing a fact. So if we talk about our directs emotions, we get pushback. When we talk about our own emotions, the vast majority of the time, as long as it's not some off-limit ones, directs don't have a problem with it. So so look, look, think about this scenario. You're in a meeting with one of your directs and your boss. Your direct is known for being really smart, a technical expert, your boss asks a question which your direct finds indicative of your boss's lack of knowledge of the area your direct says you really don't know anything about this do you that's ludicrous hey everybody we're um
0: mark and i are at uh, pebble beach um having a strategy session we decided to record this uh podcast here and we were doing it outside and of course the sprinkler system went on so we're gonna move inside
1: and sorry about the background noise so in that scenario If you say, in describing your direct's behavior, if you say, when you're unprofessional, the direct is likely gonna say to you, I wasn't unprofessional. Now look, maybe a thousand other professionals would agree with us that she was unprofessional, but your direct can argue, and in fact, as I mentioned, lie about their own (laughs) attitudes or beliefs or intent, And we won't get what we want out of the discussion. Now, some of you don't remember this or don't know it because you haven't heard the podcast, but when you give feedback, you are mentioning the thing they did, but the purpose of feedback is to talk about future behavior. If Mike works for me and he makes a mistake or he does something good at 10 in the morning, and I'm talking to him at noon about it, I cannot change what happened at 10 AM. Therefore, The focus of the conversation cannot be what happened at 10 a.m. in order for it to be effective. The only reason to talk to somebody at noon about what happened at 10 a.m., if if it's feedback, is to talk to them about the future because you can't change the past. So the purpose of the conversation is about the future. Having an argument about what somebody felt when they were making the mistake or doing something good is not helpful. You're not going to be able to go back into the past, argue with your direct, win the argument, and then once that's done, then have them agree to have a conversation about a more positive future. It doesn't work. The whole point of being able to give feedback in a positive way, even negative feedback in a positive, relaxed way, is that we're talking about the future. We're picturing the direct doing it right in the future. Okay? So, We don't say to the direct in step two, when you're unprofessional or when you are snarky with the boss, because again, those are, those are characterizations of attitude or intent or when you're a jerk to my boss, because again, your direct would say, I wasn't a jerk. I was just being truthful. (laughs) So here's a better example. Can I give you some feedback when you say you really don't know anything about this? That's ludicrous to your boss's boss or to my boss. It really frustrates me. Can you be more careful in these meetings? In this case, we're talking about what they did and about our emotions. Directs just don't argue with you about how you
0: feel. How about other people's emotions? So for example, in this case, could you say something along the lines of, when you say that's ludicrous or you don't know anything about this to my
1: boss, it makes our boss mad. Yeah, let me go back and say this. The answer is yes, sometimes. And you can have some success. Depends on your relationship with the direct and so on. Um, it depends on the person's relationship with the person you're talking about. Um, if the direct doesn't know your boss in this situation and you, you know your boss well, it's less likely the direct is going to push back. Frankly, it also depends on the direct's emotional state. If, if they're open to it, you're probably going to be fine. If they're in a bad mood or, you handle it at all poorly. Um, they can argue with you mm. about your boss's emotional state. So, let's do this. Let's use the example and try to extend it to how the boss feels. Okay. So, I say, can I give some feedback? When you say, you really don't know anything about this, that's ludicrous, to your boss's boss, he gets angry and frustrated. Can you work on that? Okay. okay. And you're probably right about this. Okay. Okay.
0: So, I'm, I'm direct in this case. So, what if I say something like, well… I didn't get the sense that he's all that
1: upset. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. Even if you are right, again, we have a situation where the direct is arguing about what happened and not thinking about the purpose of our conversation, which is better behavior and better results. In the future. That's a good point.
0: We had a conversation becomes about the interpretation of what happened, right? Yeah. Versus the feedback. And and, <laughs> right. and
1: and then they're arguing about somebody else's emotional state. Who's going to win that argument? Nobody. Regardless, even, <laughs> regardless, even if you win it, you've just had an argument. Well, how, how effective is are you going to be then saying, all right, let's go back. Let's talk about the future. Are you willing to do that differently next time? That's uh, a bad transition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy transition. And so many managers say to us, well, that won't work. I, the feedback model won't work. It's always a long discussion. No, it isn't. Part of the reason that so much of your feedback, folks, is a long discussion is because you characterize, you talk about intent, you talk about motivation rather than focusing on behavior. What's more, you do it and you talk about what they did wrong. Two fundamental errors for managers. They talk about what the direct did wrong and they they talk about it in terms of their intent or their motivation. Like, how could you be so stupid or how could you be unprofessional in that way? Both of those things cause the conversation to be an attack on the person and about the past. Our model says there's nothing to do about something that happened at 10 o'clock in the morning if it is now noon. The only reason to have that conversation is to say, I want you to do it right next time. And then to limit the chance that the direct is gonna get upset because you're talking about something that you don't know anything about, which is their emotional state. So that's why we focus on behavior in step two. But if you have a good relationship with the direct and you say, hey, gosh, when you miss that deadline, it's really frustrating for me because I end up missing the deadline and my boss is a stickler on it. Well, if your direct is someone who is aware of your emotional state or you have a good relationship with them, they're going to be disappointed in themselves. Um, it doesn't work on everybody. It doesn't work on a high D. Yeah. Hey, you really hurt my feelings. And the IV, the, the dominant person just really? Yeah. That's, a, that's supposed to be something that's important to me? I don't think so. Yeah, people tried yeah. to tap on me for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, do you know how that makes people feel? And you look at me and go, no, I don't. They get angry. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, okay. Well, it <laughs> sounds like they got a personal problem. Yeah. Too so, bad to be there. So, again, folks, step two, stick to the direct behavior. Step three, you want to talk about your emotional state, how it makes you feel. No problem. But caveat, let's be careful about which emotions we're willing to talk about. And as a general rule, I'm I'm always reminded that truth alone, being truthful about something, is not the only determinant of what we can communicate effectively. Is that is that right? It's like, I just can't like, you just can't say anything as long as it's truthful. You just, yeah, you just, just because it's true, true is not a sufficient defense. It may be necessary, but it's not sufficient. It also needs to be helpful in order for communication to be effective. So- Guys, look, you may in fact be angry, but because you have power over your directs and power and anger are usually a toxic mix, it's usually ineffective to share your anger with your directs. We've talked about this before, right? You control your directs addictions to food, clothing, and shelter, okay? You have a sign in your forehead. It says, watch out. I'm your boss. I could fire you the combination of that sign and being angry will create enough fear in most directs that they won't be learning they won't be thinking about behaving more effectively in the future and they'll become defensive in other words they'll get defensive about their ability to provide for their family about their own sense of uh, of professionalism and success and and self-confidence and so on and then they will defend their actions as a way of having a place to defend rather than saying, you can't talk to me that way or you're hurting my feelings. They're not going to say that. They're going to defend their actions even if their actions weren't right. And part of that is a response to your combination of power and anger making them feel or or creating a situation that is easy for them to feel defensive.
0: What they're going to try to do is avoid your anger, right? They're going to go into avoidance mode right, as opposed to
1: positive, forward-looking Right, They're going to go backwards and say, well, that's not what happened, and so you're wrong as a way of negating your anger and say, well, he may be angry at me, but he's an idiot, and I don't have to listen to that. And that protects them from their own lack of self-worth about the fact that their boss doesn't like their their behaviors, their performance. But again, this doesn't get us to a discussion about the future. Yeah. Okay? Look, guys, we've said this before, and it surprises a <clears> lot, <throat> lot of people. Um, if you can't chuckle when you give feedback, if you can't laugh a little, if you can't deliver it in a relaxed way, you're probably not in the right frame of mind. So if you're going to talk about your anger, the anger can't be expressed. It can be talked about, but you have to be able to talk about it disinterestedly, almost as if you're describing someone else's anger. If you're not really proficient at the feedback model, if you don't have a good relationship with your direct, if you're not somebody who is emotionally mature enough to talk disinterestly about your anger without it coming across as having an edge in your voice, then you probably ought not to mention anger. But you can mention disappointment. Uh, you could probably mention frustration. Uh, you, you can probably mention confusion, um, sadness, sadness. Lack of respect, maybe, uh, but not anger. Stay stay away from anger. And we mention anger because so many bosses call us and say, my direct did something just now, and it really ticked me off. Like, wow, okay. And then when they say what it was, like, wow, that That, wasn't that big. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, right? Step two, when you're giving feedback, guys, when you're talking about what the direct (laughs) did, don't talk about why they did it. Don't talk about intent and motivation. Don't talk about their emotional state. It's only behaviors, and behaviors are the words they said, how they said them, their facial expressions, their body language, and lastly, their work product, which is quality, quantity, accuracy, timeliness, uh, documentation. If all that doesn't make
0: immediate sense to you, go back to our feedback model podcast, which we have several. Um, And If you you haven't done the feedback model, folks, you have to. (laughs) You you really do.
1: Yeah. And then in step three, you can talk about emotions, but just be careful because we don't want to get too much into an anger discussion. Um, Because again, that makes directs defensive. Talking about directs emotions or attitudes, the directs emotions or attitudes when giving feedback is usually a disaster. But saying how their behavior affects your emotions, if you have a good relationship with them, can work quite well. Just remember to keep them separate. All right. Thanks, my friend. Anytime, partner. Awesome.
0: Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. So long.